Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now, Howard, because I often thought that Illinois and Minnesota, man, if, if these teams ever got a quarterback, they could be do really well. And, mm. and, and I think this is not going to be a philosophical question I'm going to ask you, no right or no wrong, but if I was a head coach in the Big Ten, if I was just a head coach in college football, I don't know if I'm going to recruit a quarterback. I think I would rather almost shop see who's good at another school, a smaller school, and try to entice that kid to come here. So I look at the best QB in a group of five schools and say, okay, son, you're lighting it up at Central Michigan. Okay, uh-huh. you're doing you're doing big things at Northern Illinois, but why don't mm-hmm. you come to my school and you'll be yeah. the guy rather than, you know, because it's almost like a divorce. 50% mm-hmm. of the top 20 quarterbacks out of high school are ended up transferring anyway. So mm-hmm. why would I waste my resources and time? Because recruiting a quarterback is like recruiting a diva. You know what? I'm not. I'll take some guy just so I can have one. Mm-hmm. But I, if it were me, I would focus more on the portal and trying to get a kid who was just a late bloomer to come to my school as a sophomore, a redshirt freshman or sophomore, and just kind of take over the program that way. I mean, I know it's a high risk, but – it just seems a lot easier because if you got a QB, you can go a lot further in college football. Well, you only need to look at DeVito from Illinois. And how about Michael Penix out of Washington? Right. He's lighting it up, right? But but what you have here is you have players who have played college football, whether they've had injuries, whether they got buried on the depth chart, but have been productive players uh, when they've had that opportunity. So you're right. If you can go, if you can go into the thing, that's what the portal really is all about. Right. Be able to go in. And, and and get that hired gun, quote-unquote, to come in and help your program. And maybe if you're not one of the elite programs, that may be the best strategy. Because, you know, Urban Meyer told me, you know, a long time when he first got into the conference, right, and I was asking him about how he recruits quarterbacks. And he says the challenge with recruiting the best of the best, those top elite guys, that if you're not in on them early, meaning the end of their freshman years, beginning of their sophomore year, you don't have a chance. And his example was, I wanted Deshaun Watson, but I couldn't get him too late, right? I couldn't, I wasn't trying to get in until late. Yeah. And he ended up not having a shot at, right? So those are the kind of things that happen because these relationships have already started. So you're you're not able to to wait to the last minute the way you might be able to hold the scholarship and think, okay, I'm going to go get this guy right now because of who we are. I'm going to be able to bring him in. These relationships run deep, particularly at that quarterback position. 
And if you haven't identified that that individual, if you don't have what we call that champion that's, that, that knows him, that, that, uh, that you have a relationship with, that can help you know, nurture that relationship, it becomes difficult to do. And that's why I think you, you see these quarterbacks, they move around and move right. around quickly, and they go to a new, new spot, and they have all kinds of success. How about Levitt at, at Kentucky? Right. Yeah, that dude's turned into a, you know one of the top two, three quarterbacks in, in this upcoming draft. And he was buried at Penn State. Right. So, right. It's a, right. You, you look at that because I, I'm like, okay, could you imagine if, you know, Penn State with their – because there'll be sophomore running backs next year or Iowa, who always has a great defense, you go out and you go bring in Kay McNamara, who mm-hmm. is just sitting this year. He'll have two, still two years of eligibility left. He's played. He's won a Big Ten. Yes. You add him to your roster – Instant success. Like, Instant. to me, I, that's what I would do. I, I wouldn't even bother going after the kids in ninth grade. I could spend that time trying to build up an offensive line, a defensive line, have a ready-made team, and then just scoop in there and say, hey, son, you know what? You're buried on Alabama's depth chart. or You're buried on this team's depth chart. You come here. You're my guy from day one. That's just me. That's what I would do. And, and to me, it goes back to the recruiting process, right? So you're recruiting a kid. Maybe you come in second, third, third uh, uh, choice. But you know what? You're not getting all upset with that with that kid or that head coach, uh, high school coach. Matter of fact, you're saying, hey, good luck. We're always going to be here. Right. But I have to believe. I mean, it's just, it, it's just what goes on because relationships, the, re- <laughs> the whole recruiting process is nothing but a large relationship that you're creating between people that, you know, they're not coaches that continue to reach out every now and then because they're talking, they may be recruiting a kid at a school uh, now that's a junior mm-hmm. that they were really recruiting hard. They were recruiting another kid that chose another place his senior year and he went off somewhere else. And now he's not happy. And the high school coach is saying, well, yeah, you know, daddy's not real happy where he is right now. Right. Is that right? Yeah. Well, you know what? If he goes into the portal, maybe we'll have a shot at him. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Howard, it's funny. I've talked to multiple coaches, high school and college, and they've all said that's a real thing of what you're saying where it's, you know what? Hey, good luck. It's like it's a relationship. I hope you two are doing great. Here's my card. If things Mm -hmm. go well, if you guys start fighting too much, give me a call. I'll pick you up at the bus station, and I'll find (laughs) you someplace safe to hang out because that's what it really is where the high school coaches are kind of being the broker like, hey, you guys still interested in in that quarterback because I don't think things are going to work out for this guy in in, in you know Arizona. They're not going to work out for this guy at Boise State. He may want to come back home. Uh, to, uh, that's the, I would I would do quarterback recruiting so much differently because yeah. I watch. That's happening, man. Because I'm going to tell you the the truly best of the best recruiters throughout college football always have a great relationship with players, regardless of whether they chose the school or not. Uh, The the relationship and the bonds that have happened or that were created because they were recruiting this young young person, um, you know, for two, three years in some cases, those things don't go away. They they don't go away if there's a genuine bond there. So there's always going to be that opportunity for, you know, those two to uh, reconnect somewhere if something isn't going quite the way they would have liked it to. No, I agree, man. Howard, anything you want to add before we wrap this session up? No, I'm I'm excited about this weekend. I, I really am. You know, this is a you know obviously we talked about the Michigan State game. That's going to be huge, but it's also going to be a chance. This could be a huge statement game for Michigan because um, you know up until this point, you know they people I think outside know the Michigan State where they are right now as far as the program. They're still growing and success, the success that they had last year. But I think everyone's still kind of waiting and seeing, well, Michigan, we know they're good. We know they're good. Is this going to be a week where they maybe stumble because they're looking ahead? I don't necessarily believe that. I think Ohio State the same way, an opportunity for them. This is the only team around that can go score 50-plus points and people be upset because they kick field goals in the first half instead of score touchdowns. So it's just opportunities that are out there. And, again, you know, it's an Illinois game. Uh, Illinois Nebraska is going to be really fascinating because Nebraska is playing better. They're looking better. Um, is Illinois going to be you know, patting themselves on the back, telling them how good they are? Right. Because they, they, they can see the finish line uh, in front of them with a chance to, to represent the West. So I think it's going to be a continuing, uh, continuing opportunity to see some teams really uh, take that next step to whether or not you know, they can make the college football playoffs this year. All right, so Howard, on Saturday night, and you guys do your 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 Big Ten wrap up. Uh huh. Those three games. You're sitting there looking at Jerry, and you're saying, 
I can't believe this team pulled off the upset and actually won. Of the uh-huh. three games you just mentioned, which one do you think has the most likely chance of that happening? I would have to go Nebraska. I really would um, because they, they've got players. Trey Potts, uh, the wide receiver, let me tell you, he's going to be open against Illinois. It ain't a doubt in my mind. <laughs> okay. The question is, will he have enough time? Uh, will the quarterback have enough Casey Thompson have enough time to find him because Illinois gets after the quarterback uh, as far as the sacks are concerned, the hurries, they get to the quarterback. So to me, that's the more likely scenario. And if Illinois is not prepared and looking past uh, Nebraska, that's the game I think that's going to happen. The other two, you know, I I know that Mel's going to have his guys ready to play, but I think Jim Harbaugh is, is, Really, I think, to me personally, I think he's elevated his coaching over the last, you know, year or so, two years, because he's he's able to press the right buttons. He's getting the right people in to you know what guys coach. I you know what exactly. I think he went became a CEO, and I'm gonna let you run my offense. You're gonna run my defense. Mm -hmm. I'll get the final say. So I think it was a lot of meddling in years past. Where you're like, well, you know, because you could kind of see it like, well, coach, that's not what we practice all week. Mm -hmm. What are we doing in the game? Like, I thought I was here to run this team where it seems like the past two years, especially on defense, he's had two different defensive coordinators. And honestly, I I, I don't even think he walks into the meetings. He just fully trusts you're going to stop this other team and I don't need to worry about it. Which is significant. And I mean, you look at, you know, Josh Gaddis, you know, to me, once they stopped meddling and let him do his thing, and uh, they got Coach Moore in there to, to, to run the, the offensive line, the team took off. Yeah. It, it, it took off. So, you know, you got to let these guys coach. But to me, going back to the original question, I think Nebraska has probably the best shot uh, at the upset. All right, Howard, appreciate it. Uh, thanks for watching the show. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Make sure you keep subscribing. Keep telling your friends so, you know, Howard and I, Make a little something on the side. There we go. All All right, right, buddy. Have a great weekend. All right, you too, Howard. Talk to you next week.